all men are created equal, that they are. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown, that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it, it is, is their right, right. It, it is, is their duty, duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property, be free. Well, hello, everybody. I'm so glad to see y'all in the house today. I see Michelle, you hopped up real quick. I'm curious what you have to say about the situation. But yes, uh, everyone that's here, I do appreciate you for joining in. Um, let's have this conversation. So we're talking about Democrats pandering about the decriminalization for cannabis again. But hey, it's election year. So what can we say about it? So if you actually read the bill, so we actually did have a show on this discussion already. We did already discuss and go over the fact that there's um, things that you can actually get in trouble more so with them doing what they're doing. And also with this as well, this is only a good thing for the big tobacco and alcohol industry because everything these politicians do, they do it for the big corps. They don't do it for the people. So you can actually get in trouble if you um, have some weed or um, if you don't ha didn't pay taxes for it. There's so certain things that um, were... There are just people just look at the name of something and they think, hold up, I'm hit, I hit the wrong button. Don't play this. Please don't play this. Okay. Um, and people assume, okay, this is good. No, it's not good. So let me let uh, my favorite congressman actually spell this out for y'all real quick because my internet's a little shaky and I want it while it's working okay. I'm going to go ahead and, and have him explain um, what this problem is that they have in this bill. So one second. Oh, no. Come on. Here we go. Or um, doing something. I applaud the, the Democrats for uh, doing something which is actually popular with the majority of the public, which is to decriminalize marijuana. But I unfortunately, uh, they've chosen to do it in a partisan way. My uh, friend Dana Rohrabacher was always eager to reach across the aisle, and so is my friend Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, Mr. Blumenauer has been great at this. Uh, former Congressman Polis was great at reaching across the aisle. In fact, we, we were able to uh, get hemp legalized, and I want, I want to show you how long that bill was. This is the entire text for the hemp amendment that went into the farm bill that legalized hemp. So you guys can't see what he's saying because you're listening. It's one page is what he's showing us. 
All right. Well, I'm finished. The Democrats have taken today here, unfortunately, have taken something that's fairly simple, could be one page, uh, turned it into an 89-page bill. My amendment strikes 75 of those pages. This this bill, this is somewhat ridiculous. Yes, it removes certain marijuana crimes, but it creates new marijuana crimes. You realize on page 58 in this bill, unless my amendment is adopted, you could be convicted for five years and $10,000 for doing a cannabis business without filing an application with the federal government. Do you realize you could serve five years or $10,000 for selling cannabis that's not had the tax paid on it? Do you realize you could receive five years and $10,000 in this bill on in our committee right now for merely possessing marijuana that's not been taxed with the intent to redistribute it? And when I say five years and $10,000, I should say that's for each offense. People could spend the rest of their... Each offense. That's not helping. That's they name these bills these certain things and make you think, oh, okay, cool, because they don't expect you to read these bills. And that's why I like him, because he comes out and says, well, this was in the bill, and this was not constitutional that's going on here. So I'll let him finish. It's, it's uh, We have, like, maybe three more minutes left. One. Their lives for violating the provisions of this bill, the MORE Act. They could spend the rest of their lives in prison. So are we going to have reparations? For the, uh, for the people who spend their lives in prison because of this bill, I don't think we need to do this. I don't think we should do this. And so uh, my amendment allows uh, the bill to retain the decriminalization uh, and the descheduling and the federal legalization of marijuana provisions in the bill. It allows the expungement provisions to stay in the bill. It simply strikes the tax and spend program and the and the which create new crimes, new marijuana crimes in the bill. This more act came to the floor substantially just like the one we're looking at here today. When it came to the floor, it should have had a lot of Republican votes. You could say it was bipartisan because it had five Republican votes on the floor. But guess what? It had six Democrat no's. Six moderate Democrats voted no on this bill. That shows you how partisan this bill is. Two of those Democrats didn't return in a banner year for Democrat elections. And this bill shouldn't have to be something that's politically perilous. Look, it's hard for Republicans to vote for a bill that legalizes marijuana. I understand that. I polled this in my district. A majority of Republicans in my district do not support legalizing marijuana. But I also found out, though, that 75% of Republicans support getting the federal government out of this completely and letting states decide. So if you want a bill that is not politically perilous, if you want a bill that can reach across the aisle, if you want a bill that can pass the Senate, that they'll be motivated to bring up in the Senate, then please vote for my amendment which leaves most of the bill intact. It merely strikes the taxing and the new crimes and the new subsidies that the program creates. You know, Ronald Reagan said government's view of the economy could be summed up in a few short phrases. If it moves, tax it. If it keeps moving, regulate it. And if it stops moving, subsidize it. 
This bill does all three of those things. And all we need to do is legalize a plant that God put on this planet that never should have been illegal at the federal level. There's no constitutional uh, justification or authorization for Congress to make this plant illegal. So I urge uh, colleagues to uh, vote for my amendment. Let's make this bill bipartisan. Let's make it a bill that every Democrat can vote for without losing their election. Let's make it a bill that most Republicans could vote for without losing their primary or their general. Let's work across the aisle and let's get a serious bill to the floor. Thank you. And I yield back. All right. So he spoke on that. And what I just added in the live chat, I did an article on this discussing this. Um, but the House passes the bill to decriminalize merit weed. But it creates more mar- marijuana crimes, more federal taxes, more government. For just $67, you can make as many videos as you want. And you- YouTube, come on now. More government spending, more centralized planning. We should have ever been illegal. Like, I, like he said in the first place, God gave it to us. God is a plant. They were over here trying to force this jab down your throat that's man-made, but you can't have something that naturally grows on this earth. And... um. Let's see here. So we discussed. So I did. We discussed that. Um, let's see here. I had the bill. Perhaps is not here. Um, I had the bill in the. I, thought, I could have sworn I had the actual bill in this link. Nope, it's a separate one. So I'll pull up the Morris bill and I'll put that in in the live chat as well. But um. But yeah, so this whole thing, he bringing it back up and he'd explain the things that could happen um, with this bill is actually not good for the people. So it Biden's doing such a terrible job. They have to have some kind of win. They have to have, to have something. So they keep on bringing this bill back up over and over again because, you know, they can get the younger people on board and get everyone on board with it. But I literally could have sworn I had that thing in here. But anywho, it's the Marijuana Opportunity Investment and um, Curing Act. So let me go ahead and copy and paste this so you guys can take a look at it yourselves. So you guys can have a copy of it in the comment section as well. Um, the actual bill that we're discussing. Okay, it's in there for you guys. Okay. So you guys can take a look at that bill yourself. I will go ahead and allow, uh, go ahead and have some folks come up here in a second. Um, but as we're having discussions, I'm going to be discussing different things that's in this bill that uh, actually is it's kind of better off if we just uh, not even have it at all because they've actually laxed up on if you, in Texas, if you have like less than an ounce on you or something, they'll just fine you and take it from you. You like what? Well, no, that's that's just you know depends on the whoever the cop is pulling you over. But for the most part, they've laxed up on it. So um, let me go ahead and pull up the folks who hopped up early in this discussion who wants to say something. I see John, Michelle, and John. Oh, it's two Johns, Michelle. I'll let you go ahead and you can have a discussion on what you're thinking because you did pop up really quick. So I think you may have strong opinions possibly on this discussion. Um, I hear you get to say, and then I'm going to hit some of the pieces in the bill um, while you know while while we have a dialogue. Go ahead, Michelle. And Michelle, uh, if you uh, mute your mic, we can't hear you because you're still muted. I'll give you three, two, 
one. I'll put you back in the queue. Um, and I'll go to John next with the Biden picture. Hey, John. Hey, John, I can barely hear you. I don't know why, but I can barely hear you. I'll let you figure out your sound real quick. I'm going to get to... Hello? Hello? Can you hear me better? Now I can hear you great. Okay, what I wanted to say is there's a reason why they're pandering. They're pandering because they cannot make it legal because according to the Supreme Court, uh, our, um, what do you call them, our deals with other countries, our, um, uh, what are, we made deals with other countries to keep it illegal. And the moment they legalize it, they violate the deals that we made with our, uh, I forgot what the word for it is. But um, anyway, they violate those deals. So, like I keep telling people, and I've been telling them for a while, the moment that a country like China comes and uh, decides to sue in our Supreme Court that we have allowed the legalization of marijuana is the moment that they're going to have to outlaw it again because it's, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, the wording, uh, treaties. These, I think that's a proper word. We made treaties with other countries on keeping it illegal. So uh, that means that if our country were to legalize it as a country, that China could come in and sue in Supreme Court. And according, like I said the last time that the Supreme Court heard a case that was uh, based on the treaties, they said the treaties supersede our Constitution. So that is that. But it doesn't. So we we have corrupt politicians who go and do things behind our backs. I don't know what this treaty you're discussing. I don't know. I never heard of it personally. But one, you they're pandering clearly. You can acknowledge they're pandering because if you know that if you had this treaty with another country that we wouldn't legalize it, then you would never have even made a bill about it in the first place. But every election season, they talk about trying to legalize it. Apparently, all of them have smoked weed before. Kamala Harris lied and said she smoked weed, listened to Snoop Dogg and, and, um, and Tupac um, when, they, when, when she was in college, and they weren't even artists at the time yet. And so I see your point there, but there's nothing in this country where someone else's tree can supersede us. We have corrupt politicians who've been doing whatever they want to do, but they just, not, none of that supersedes our Constitution. Our Constitution is the law of our land. We are a constitutional republic. We are ruled by... Um, our constitution, and we do have a federal government, so we're a constitutional federal republic. I know, so they can't do. We had a court, uh, Supreme Court uh, decision. I don't. I'd have to look it up. Back in like the '60s, it said that a treaty that the United States makes with another country supersedes our constitution. Meaning, uh, say for instance, we make a treaty that we got to ban. Well, here's an example. You know the television thing where they went to all digital, that was all treaty. The light bulb thing, it's all treaty. So we can't change them because of that purpose. Because, like I said, that according to the Supreme Court, I believe it was back in the 60s, they said any treaty that's made between countries supersedes our Constitution. That's why when they try to make this WHO treaty, 
Uh, that's why they try to do it that way, and because they can't come down on us without a treaty like that. A lot of people don't realize that treaty thing. Uh, yeah, they know they couldn't do what the WHO tried to do, uh, you know, control us during uh, so-called fake emergencies without having a treaty with another set of countries that make it so something that we can't change. And you can look well, that up. You'll find out. You'll well, find you can... Out. You- if you a lot of times when, I, when people bring up anything, I ask them to put that in a live chat. So if you have you know your receipts on that, you can put it in a live chat. But regardless of what anyone says, the Constitution is law of this land. Period. Regardless of any kind of deal some politician made, um, honestly, these people need to be, a lot of these people mostly need to be removed from office because they're not keeping their oath. They took an oath to our Constitution. They're not taking oath to these other treaties and other countries. They did not take an oath to those things. Most of these people need to go. So that's what we but, need. Now that we got a Supreme Court that's on our side, we need to take this treaty, a treaty issue like this to the Supreme Court to see what they say, because they might have, you know, back then they still had liberal Supreme Courts. Maybe now that we're past the liberal Supreme Court, we might be able to change it. But I see it being outlawed U.S. wide again. I keep telling people, be careful. Don't get your name out there because the minute they find a way to illegalize that again through a treaty system, through the treaty system, they're going to come after everybody. But nobody listens to me. Eventually, they'll figure out what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have made any treaty with any other country with with, with pertaining anything that was unconstitutional in the first place. That's that's all I have on that. But um, please, if you could go ahead and throw your um, information that you have, your receipts and the live chat and then we're going to try michelle one more time and then we're going to get to the other john and then robert so thank you for coming up here and sharing your piece with us i appreciate you you're welcome thanks thank you hey michelle is your mic working now no all right we're going to get to the other john hey john hey donnie you hear me all right? Yeah, I hear you just fine, loud and clear. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this is a this is a huge joke to me, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, honestly, I don't think this is a ploy for by the Democrats to to get a win. I really don't, because I think that they knew they knew what they did. They know exactly what they're doing. They know for a fact that that, that they're going to put this bill out there and and that it, it's not going to be agreed upon. And if you look at the obvious trend over the past year and a half. They've done this. They've done this since uh, Biden took office. They put out a bill. Nobody agrees on it. And then the headlines are Democrats tried to do this and Republicans voted no. This is a ploy to get the people on the other side of the aisle pissed off at the Republicans enough to say we're not going to vote for you. Uh, and, and, And then we look at the obvious things that we already know. We know. That most people who are incarcerated are for are, are nonviolent drug or drug related crimes. They make too much money off of this. This is a huge industry for them. So so for them to de, to decriminalize it to to cut off one of their money supplies willingly, I don't see it something that they're 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 going to will to do you know wholeheartedly for the people at all. Absolutely. Appreciate that. You know what? It's right because it's like oh, just like the whole baby formula thing. Oh, they didn't. Y'all was crying about baby formula, but y'all y'all didn't sign this. You have to look at that fluff. You have to actually read what that stuff says because if you don't read it, 
they they bank on our ignorance that we didn't read the stuff in the first place. Yeah, and they require they require that a lot on people. Like I've, every time I see, every time I get into a Twitter feed where I see people complaining about this bill or that bill, they're complaining that the Republicans didn't vote for this or didn't vote for that bill. And I'm like, did you read it? Do you have any idea what it says in there? There's a reason why they didn't vote for it because it's bad. It's it's not a good idea. And my issue with the Republicans are, well, some of them are like, oh yeah, let's make it legal. Well, we're gonna we're gonna regulate and tax the shit out of it. The Republican Party is supposed to be the party of you know small bit small government and low regulations and low taxes. But oh, as soon as it's cannabis, let's 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 tax it and make all these laws about it. And first of all, it's illegal in the first place, um, quote unquote, not constitutionally illegal, but these unconstitutional laws were put in place by under FDR. He tried to get it pushed because it was competing with paper. Hemp was competing with paper, and then Supreme Court told him nah. And then the Congress at the time was a Democrat, and they voted to um, make it uh, criminalized. They criminalized it. So it was the Democrats who made it illegal in the first place, but now they're using this shit to pander. So let me hit let me hit this right quick. On section four, what I sent you guys, so when y'all click it, if you click the, the link that's in there, the, the actual bill, that's where you're going to find the actual bill, and it's just about demographic data. First of all, when you first read it, it's talking about black people and it's talking about how we were disenfranchised by the bill and how we have so many people locked up and, and separated families. And like you guys did that, though. So they, they talk about all that, make it about black people. And then so the Bureau of Labor Statistics uh, shall regularly comply, some comply, maintain and make public data on demographics of individuals who are business owners in the cannabis industry, individuals who are employed in the cannabis industry. Um, the data collected under this section shall include age, certifications, and licenses. You don't, you can't, why are you trying to license it? Why are you trying to make all these different laws and rules? See, you're trying to make it legal according to what you want it to be legal. I'll keep yeah, on going. This is a disability status, education attainment, family and marital status, um, activity, race and Hispanic ethnicity, school enrollment, veteran status, sex. And so, they want to get data on everybody. They're going to be collecting data on everybody who's partaking in that industry. We don't need the government in our lives, in our homes anymore. They've already caused enough problems. And that's just one part of it. Now, the next thing is confidentiality. The name, address, and other identifying information of individuals employed in the cannabis industry shall be kept confidential by the Bureau. But the Bureau will have the information. They just won't make it public uh, and not be available to the public. Cannabis, the term cannabis means either marijuana or cannabis or defined by the state law authorizing the sale or use of cannabis in which individual or entity is located. Um, the term cannabis industry means any individual or entity that's licensed or permitted under the state law to engage in commercial cannabis related activity. The owner means an individual or entity that is defined by an owner under the state or local law where the individual or business is licensed and permitted. So they're trying to license your rights again. So the next piece I wanted to bring up, I want to see if you had anything to say on that first before we, we uh, add it on the imposition of the tax. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's obvious what they're trying to do. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a clear like, hey, look at, look at what, we're, what, what we're doing for you. You can, you, can, you can now smoke your weed legally as long as you got a license for it, as long as it's been taxed. But, but on the flip side, we're still going to lock you up for it. We still got we still have got to have that ability to throw you in jail for not following these rules or not doing what we want you to do. 
I mean, it's it's a double-bladed sword, really. Absolutely. Just decriminalize it. Keep it, you know, you know, if, if the medical industry is using it, then kids may be using it depending on how they use that plant to, to cure certain things that are going on with people. But let's talk about the taxes real quick. There is hereby imposed any cannabis product produced or imported into the United States a, t- a tax equal to for any such product removed during the first five calendar years ending after the date which the, the, the chapter becomes effective. The applicable percentage of such products removal price. And for any product removed during any calendar year after the calendar years described in the paragraph, applicable equivalent amount. For purposes, oh, I'm going this part because that's annoying. Hold on. Let me get to the dollar parts. Hold on. That's not the part I wanted to read because, yeah, hold up. Because I wanted to hit the points that he was talking about in the video. And he was calling out, um, I want to see the penalties. One second, you guys. All right, liability and method of payment. The producer and import of any of cannabis product shall be liable for the taxes imposed uh, thereon. And general, when cannabis products are transferred without payment of tax, uh, pursu- pursuant to subsection uh, section five nine zero four, except in providing clause, the transfer shall become liable for the tax upon receipt of the transferee of such articles, and the transfer shall therefore put. Po- therefore on be relieved of their liability for such a tax. In a case of cannabis products which are released in the bond for customs um, uh, customs custody for transfer or bonded premises of a producer, the transferee shall be liable for the tax on such uh, articles upon release from, from customs. So return to bond. All provisions of this chapter applicable for cannabis products and bonds shall be applicable in such articles. I want to find the, the consequences. And this is like he said, he had only one page on his. I want to get to the actual one where it's talk about the consequences if you don't pay taxes. If you go, if you still want to go to your weed man, here we go. I found it. Um, special rule for unlawfully produced cannabis products in the case of any cannabis products produced in the United States at any place other than um, the premises of a producer that has filed the bond obtained the permit required under this chapter tax payment by electronic fund transfer any person who in the 12 month period ending in december 31st was liable for a gross amount or exceed uh, a gross amount equal to or exceeding five million in taxes imposed on cannabis products by section 5901 shall pay such taxes during the succeeding calendar requires the rules of section 5061 um shall apply to the Five million amount specified in the preceding sentence. Determination of price. This is like cigarettes, where they have all those taxes on cigarettes, but the cigarette price isn't that high. Those are still not the consequences. Where is my consequences? There's so many. It's been it's it's been a little while. We covered all these. Hold up. Oh, and by the way, while we're pulling up, the, I'm looking at these consequences for you guys. Um, when they made it illegal in California with the medical, um, I saw where you had to have um, been, been able to forfeit your rights to have a gun if you you needed can you use cannabis for a medical re- you, for a medical reason, um, that, which was also not constitutional. So, where are the consequences? There we go. Civil penalties. Boom, here we are. Section 5941. 
Here are your, your consequences, your penalties. Omitting things required or doing things forbidden. Whoever willingly omits, neglects, or refuses to comply with any duty imposed upon them this chapter to do or cause to be done. Any of these, this is such a run, this is a run on sentence. Like, I thought these people had like law degrees. Anyways, things required by this chapter or does anything prohibited by this chapter shall, in addition to any penalty provided in this title, to liable of a penalty of $10,000 to be recovered. With cost of suit and a civil action exempt where a penalty under subsection B or C or section 6651 or 6653 or part 2 of subchapter A chapter 68 may be collected from such person by assessment. Failure to pay tax. Whoever fails to pay any tax imposed by this chapter at the time prescribed by the law or regulation shall, in addition, if any other penalty provide in this title, be liable for penalty of a 10% tax due but unpaid. Okay. And now, every person who sells, relands, or receives within the jurisdiction of the United States any cannabis products which have been labeled or shipped for exportation under this chapter, every person who sells or receives such landed cannabis products, every person who aids or abets, and bets uh, in such selling, relanding, or receiving shall, in addition to the tax or any other penalty provided in this title, be liable for penalty equal to greater of um, equal to or greater of ten thousand or ten times the amount of the tax imposed in this chapter. All cannabis products relanded within the jurisdiction of the United States shall be forfeited to the United States and destroyed. All vessels, vehicles. An aircraft used in such relanding or removing such cannabis products from the place where we landed shall be forfeit to the United States. So they're going to take your shit. So the penalties imposed with subsections B and C shall be assessed, collected, and paid in the same manner as taxes as provided in section 6665A. Now, fraudulent offenses. Whoever with an intent to defraud the United States engages in a business as cannabis enterprise without filing an application and obtaining a permit where required by this chapter or regulations thereunder, fails to keep or make record, return, report, inventory, or keeps or makes any false, fraudulent reports, um, record, return, report, or inventory required by this chapter regulations, refuses to pay any tax imposed in this chapter, or attempts in any manner to invade or defeat the tax or the payment thereof, sells or otherwise transfer contrary to this chapter or regulations therefore of any cannabis, any cannabis product subject to tax under this or purchases, receives, or possesses an intent or to distribute or sell any cannabis product upon that tax has not been paid and determined by the manner of the time prescribed by this chapter or regulations thereon, which without payment of tax pursuant to such section 5904 have been deferred, um, uh, diverted from the application applicable, oh my gosh, guys, sorry. For each offense, be fined not more than $10,000 or imprisoned not more than five years or both. Liability to tax. Any person who possesses cannabis products in violations of subsection A shall be liable for a, a tax equal to tax uh, on those articles. Study not later than two years after the date of the enactment of this act every five years. Therefore, the Secretary of Treasury and the Secretary's delegates shall conduct a study concerning the characteristics of cannabis industry, including the number of persons operating cannabis enterprises at each level of such industry, the volume of sales, the amount of tax collected each year, and areas of invasion. Submit to Congress recommendations to improve regulation of the industry and administration of related tax. Annual reports regarding uh, determination of applicable races, rates not later than six months before the beginning of the calendar year. So, it is as long. 
y'all gonna have to like go here. If you sitting there thinking, oh, they're trying to do some good stuff for us, you know, no, they're not. They they found what, and they didn't say only one time. If they had to get you on multiple offenses, those are each time is an offense. They want you licensed. They want you paying taxes. That's that's this should have never even been an illegal in the first place for it to even get to this point where they're sitting trying to do this. So what they're doing is, oh, we took your right away, but in order for you to have it back, you have to do this. Same thing they did with the COVID. So I would suggest you guys read it if you hear somebody saying, oh, they're trying to legalize it. Tell them here. Y'all have the link. Save it in your phone. Because absolutely not. Um, hey, Robert. Hey. Oh, so uh, so I, I guess you got a lot, a lot to get out. So let me say I'm, this. I'm, I'm done because everyone else can read the rest. Um, it's just, I wanted to make sure I got that out. The fact that what Massey was talking about is true. And this, this is not a decriminalization of marijuana bill. This is let the government decide everything and you have to license it and give us all your money deal. Well, let me, let me say this. Fuck the UN. Well, we pay, we pay 40% or more of their entire budget. So if, so if we decide to give them the middle finger, the hell are they going to do? I mean, what are we going to have a bunch of people from Germany, France, Sweden, Switzerland, a few other places come to our shores? Uh, seriously? I mean, hell, the France, French can't even fight their own wars. So, so, but, uh, uh, but you know, what are the, what are the Europeans going to do? That they're going to go, they're going to declare war on us for not, uh, for not paying anymore, not, or, and, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not really all that worried. And I've seen pictures of those peacekeepers. It looks like they go to poor parts of Africa and find whoever they can find to fight. You know, because a lot because a lot of people in Europe are very smart. You know, they they know just they know that the UN, the EU, they're both corrupt entities. So I so the UN. I have very little confidence in. Let's just say this is the same UN that their their World Health Organization told us uh, that everybody in the world needs to be vaccinated, blah, 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 and the vaccines don't even protect you from COVID. They told us masks don't – they told us masks will protect you from getting COVID, but it didn't. So, So why don't we just call the UN on their bluff, tell them – Tell them suck this uh, suck Uncle Sam's dick already. I mean, and and uh, and it is true that the Constitution does does say in the articles that if two thirds of the Senate, two thirds of the House ratify a treaty, that it is valid and it supersedes the it supersedes the Bill of Rights. It does say that. So. It does supersede our rights. So the question is that they legally took our freedom away from us just the way they legally enslaved black people in the 1800s and the way they legally forced forced people to fight for the Union and the Confederacy. So uh, legal does not equal moral 
to me. So what are we going to do from here? I don't remember the exact court date, but there was one where I can't remember the exact court date. If you guys remember the court date of the Supreme um, Court said where they ruled that uh, just because someone passes an unconstitutional law doesn't mean that it was constitutional in the first place. So the the Supreme Court has overridden it already, that being said, that's already been done before. I can't remember exactly what court date that was, Connor or John or any of y'all remember which one of those were. It said that, that you can't make up unconstitutional laws to supersede the constitution well i'm and then I, the supreme court ruled that and we're going to be using supreme court as well ruling right things. but so it's not it's not consistent if not if, it, if it's if you take away someone's life liberty and pursuit of happiness and you're using it to lock up people you you can't you can't do that you can't use a plant and say oh i i decide by congress we had a freaking fdr he was a socialist and it's Congress was a socialist Congress that pushed well, and made it illegal in the first place. So the, the courts have already have ruled um, on other cases where you can't supersede the Constitution. Well, I'm I'm not trying to defend them. I hate the idea. I am not at all defending the idea. But do but... you have the article? By the way, if you bring up something too, put the article in the live chat, which you're, you're referring to, where the Congress can supersede your, their Bill of Rights. Where it says right. That. Let's see, treaty. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let me see. I thought sure I looked it up before you said it. This is something. This is something that I knew for quite a while. Um. So, I mean, let's see. I can give you some good references if you want, but uh, for I do. Uh, but uh, yeah, but I have. But I remember a long time ago I learned about that. I'm gonna ask something. It says an unconstitutional act is not a law. It confers no rights. It imposes no duties. It offers no protection. It creates no office. It's illegal. Um, compl- completion is inoperative as though it has never was passed. And that was Norton versus Shelby County, 118 U.S. 425, 1886. And I will go ahead and I will put that in the chat for you guys. Un momento, por favor. There it goes. It's in the chat. Way back. The United Nations, I'm reading an ICE judge's comment. The United Nations, more recent years, has tried to wall back the war on drugs and admit it has been a destructive waste. But yeah, the legislators should say fuck the unconstitutional stipulations and treaties. Um, Connor says, Constitution is listed first in the Supreme Supremacy Clause. This Constitution and the laws of the United States which shall be made... Uh, pursuance therefore of and all treaties made of which shall be made under the authority of the United States shall be supreme law of the land and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby anything in the constitution or the laws of any state to the contrary notwithstanding treaties must be made and pursuant and does not override the constitution um, Jay added something in here let me read what he uh, the link can the Supreme Court declare laws unconstitutional I um, 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 let me read the first piece. The best known power of the Supreme Court is judicial v- review. 
for the ability to the court to declare a legislative or executive act in violation of the Constitution is not found within the text of the Constitution itself. The court established this doctrine in the case of yeah, Murbury versus Madison, 1803. So that's in there. Let me add John back. Hey, Robert, you want to add anything else? Did you find what you're looking for? Yeah. Okay. So Article 2, Section 2 says that the president shall have power and by, uh, by and with the advice and consent of the Senate to make treaties, provided two-thirds of the senators present concur. So my so that's I always tell people Congress is is the most powerful branch in in our entire government. They write the laws, they change the laws they repeal the laws. So that's why it's extremely important that we get the right people representing us. And we don't just elect by name. We don't, we don't just elect by, uh, by what party they're in. We elect them based on their voting record or if they, or if it's their first term in office that we we look at their life their lives and how consistent they've been in their beliefs and then and then call them out and and decide if they have a valid explanation for their change in belief so where, we get the but where well, you just read though where does it say that that the supreme court ruled that they could do that with treaties they can override the constitution because i didn't hear you say that when you read that mm. Okay, well, I stand corrected then. I will, uh, I guess I learned something. I, and I don't feel, like, honestly, by the way, guys, like if you, we've been given incorrect information and this, what we do is education, right? You know, I can be stand corrected on something and everyone can be stand corrected, but like we've been taught things that are different than what it actually is. So, um, I'm, Robert researches a lot of things. He may have seen something where someone had maybe written a piece about that, where it says that, that oh yeah, that was okay, and it probably happened during the Obama era too, where you probably saw that because <laughs> they were making they were they write rewriting the Constitution and these articles like oh wait, did y'all even read the Constitution? Y'all just saying he has all kinds of powers he don't have. But you good, Robert? Got anything else? Just one more thing. Biden is not my king. <laughs> He's not mine either. <laughs> All right. We're going to get to the two Johns that we have left up here. And then we're going to close it out. I just wanted to call it out because I know they're pandering. And I wanted to remind people because it's been since, what, April since what, we had April? that last show? So, yeah, I wanted to go ahead and get that out. Hey, John. Hey, John. So I just uh I, I just posted another link to uh, to this to to a question uh do treaties supersede the United the the Constitution and I'll just go ahead and read uh read right off the top what it's telling me it says the following qualifies as one of the greatest lies the globalists continue to push on the American people that lie is treaties supersede the U.S. Constitution the second the second follow up lie is or is or uh, sorry the second follow up lie is and this is one. A treaty once passed cannot be set aside. And it goes in here, the clear, irrefutable facts. The U.S. Supreme Court has made it very clear that, one, treaties do not override the U.S. Constitution. Two, treaties cannot amend the Constitution. And uh, and three, 
A treaty can be nullified by the by a statute passed before the signing of any treaty. Um, and then it goes into further documents. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get an actual precedence where they. Oh, here it goes Reed versus Covert, October 1956, Article 354, U.S. 1 at page 17. Um, the Reed Court, U.S. Supreme uh, U.S. Supreme Court held in their opinion that no agreement with a foreign nation can confer power on the Congress or any other branch of government, which is free from the restraints of the Constitution. Article four or Article Six, the Supreme or the Supremacy Clause of the Constitution declares this Constitution and the laws of the United States which shall be made in pursuance therefore or thereof, and all the treaties made or which shall be made under the authority of the United States shall be uh, the supreme law of the land. There is nothing in this language which uh, intimates that uh, that treaties and laws enacted pursuant to them do not have to comply with the provisions of the Constitution, nor is there anything in the debates which accompanied by or accompanied the drafting and ratification which even suggests such a result. It would be manifestly or manifestly contrary or contrary to the objectives of those who uh, created the Constitution as well as those who were uh, were responsible for the Bill of Rights, let alone alien to our entire constitutional history and tradition. To uh, to construe Article uh, 6 as permitting the United States to exercise power under an internal or international agreement without observing constitutional prohibitions. Drop the mic. Thank you for pulling that up, John. Oh yeah, no that's problem. why I love you guys so much. Look, how often do y'all have, go on a podcast and we over here like quoting stuff and reading the Constitution or reading articles and all that? We don't see that. I don't ever really see that on most podcasts. And then, so I think it's really dope that you know we we uh, all do our, our research and our homework because they're gonna talk you out of your rights um, if we don't do it ourselves because it's easier for them to fool you if you don't if you don't know better. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing those links. Make sure you guys all read those links and don't just take our word for it. Make sure you read it as well um, so that we can um, make sure that because we, we we're not just talking amongst ourselves. People outside of call-in will, will hear this conversation. The, we're, we need to share it as well so we can reach more people so they can understand this. So if y'all hear anybody discussing um, this bill as a great idea and it's a great thing and it's going to be a win for the D's. It's, it's going to be an, an L for the people. So make sure y'all get this information out because I see them pushing it again and acting like, oh, well, we have this is one of their aces. And this is like, oh, look, Republicans want to make it keep it illegal. And it's crazy how Republicans do this because they're not even the ones who made it illegal in the first place. That's crazy to me. This doesn't make any sense. But we're going to get to the last John. And John, thank you so much for coming up and dropping your gems. And Robert, for dropping your flames as well, as always. So let's get to um, the last John, and then we're going to close out here in a second. Hey, John. Yeah, can you hear me? I can. Okay, what I was going to say is that there's another point that people are missing. First of all, I sent an article that said in the article I posted it, it said it's actually a complicated issue, and it said, from what I read, it said that the first eight amendments can't be superseded, but that doesn't say for the rest of it. But I read the article, but I don't have time to quote everything right now because I'm actually working. But here's another point you guys don't seem to be getting on this either. Uh, the 
the uh, treaty could supersede marijuana legalization because there's one little secret that a lot of people might realize that marijuana is not a constitutional right written in the Constitution. So they can actually supersede it that way too, saying marijuana is not a right because back in the 60s, the Supreme Court upheld marijuana illegalization. It was upheld. So obviously that it has some uh, merit to legality uh, that's uh, maybe not so-called constitutional, but enough to the Supreme Court then, which I believe that was a conservative court then too. When in, I think it was 1969 when they did that. And so, but that's the point. The point I'm trying to make is it's not written specifically like abortion's not written specifically in the Constitution. That means uh, likely a treaty could supersede uh, marijuana right now because it's not written strictly in it. Okay. So you brought up abortion. It's illegal to kill somebody. Like you can't, you can't mess with someone's life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, life, liberty, or property. And that's in most of the state constitutions. Also, uh, Amendment Nine says, "I can't, guys. Sometimes these words, I don't know them, and I try my best. I'm, I'm gonna try it. It's, it's uh, the in, in enumeration. I'm gonna put it in the, the so y'all know what word I'm trying to say because I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Hold up. Here's that." The, um, and your narration of the constitution of certain rights shall not be cons- um, construed to deny or discourage others retained by the people. So they knew there's other rights that were to be covered in the constitution. So the Ninth Amendment is right there to protect you from that. Yeah, but still, it basically it's a state issue anyway. But it's, it it's not. It's not. That's the federal law. How do you outlaw a plant? So they decided to outlaw grass. You're going to argue that? You can't well, outlaw a natural plant that grows on the earth. It, they outlawed it by declaring it as a drug. Like everything else, you know, cocaine is a plant technically. Why can't we grow cocaine and make our own cocaine? I mean, you got to get, that, look, mushrooms are a plant. Uh, magic okay, mushrooms. But they, they pick and choose. They pick and choose. Why don't they outlaw caffeine? Why don't they outlaw this? Why don't they outlaw that? That's because they pick and choose. It's a control factor. It is to it is to make the prison systems fat so they can keep slavery here. The 13th Amendment did, never did abolish slavery. It said, as long as you're not a criminal, then you're not a slave. So you're a criminal because yeah. they make unconstitutional laws to make you a criminal. So you we have to we have to have this mindset when you're when we're talking about our constitutional rights where you don't argue against your rights. You're arguing against your own rights and your liberties. But but you're okay with them. You're okay with them. But listen, but you're okay with them legalizing man-made drugs. But we can't stand up and say no. This is absolutely not okay. You cannot outlaw a plant that grows on the earth. You can't do that. I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Really, but in a way, because is, uh, they, 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 agreement, they want you to. I'm not. In, I'm not in agreement with illegalization of any substance, because I'm actually uh, totally do what you want type of person. But that is the point I'm trying to speak. What their side is, and their side is, is that it's they outlawed it, 
they made then they made a treaty with all these other countries and they're going to use and when it goes to court this is probably the likelihood of what they'll use is it since it's not enumerated in the constitution itself like I was saying, it's the same as abortion, that it's not an issue of the federal government, but it became an issue through treaties. And that's where it's going to get murky up in the fight for this at, at the federal level is that that treaty issue. And I think because it's not enumerated, they're going to claim this is this what I believe they're going to when it's sued upon by another country. They're going to claim since it's not written strictly in our constitution that they, that it was a right that wasn't enumerated that we can't say that, hey, it's part of our, our constitutional rights. So that means they'll fight it on that. Now, where the Supreme Court goes, we're more conservative. There might be a likelihood the Supreme Court will tell that country to stay out of it, but. Yeah, I wouldn't argue for the other side. If it's not constitutional, I'm not arguing for that side, period. It doesn't matter what argument they've created for themselves so they can use. Because if by by you looking and listening at that um, bill they pushed, this is all about control. If it was ever really about the plant being endangerment to the community, any of those things, they wouldn't even talk about bringing it back now because it's all about control and money. This is all this is about. So that you have to stay focus. Listen, John, I let you I let you go. You have to stay focus on what the government is trying to do. Your constitution does not say that it's, it, you can't have marijuana. You can't have the plants that grow on the earth. It does not say you can't have those things. It is, we, have the, we have the right. I'm, I, I let you go. And, I, and I, we are closing out in a second. But this is a, a constitutionalist platform. We're not going to be arguing on the side of unconstitutional things uh, because it doesn't make any sense. This is a way to enslave the people in America to make more money off of them and control them. That's all it is. By reading that bill, that proves my theory on why they're bringing this into the forefront in the first place. This is not to help the American people. It is not to give you any rights or freedoms back because it comes with a it comes with a price. You have to get licensed. You have to pay taxes. Or here's the penalties. You have to pay $10,000 if you don't do what they say. Or you can be in prison for five years per offense. This is not them trying to decriminalize it. Because it sure has a lot of criminal stuff written in that bill. So my whole thing is, if you want your rights back in this country, you got to stop arguing against your own rights and liberties. And that Constitution, I just told you, that the the Ninth Amendment protects you under everything else. Abortion is murder. You, we, you are. It's already illegal in this country to kill people. They're just trying to say that it's not a person when they use the abortion. They say, "Oh, it's not a person; it's a fetus." They try to say it's not a person, so they can do that. That's why they say that slaves weren't people. They try to put us in the same category as animals, so they can do what they want to us. They're changing the definition of things so they can do what they want to, and we gotta let that stop. So, John, I do appreciate you for coming up here and bringing up that debate. But uh, we're going to end. We're going to end the show. Because, like, you're not going to keep arguing the same points and I ask you to show me proof of the treaty. I didn't see it in the comment section. Everyone else put their proof up. So it is what it is. Constitutionally, it was wrong. They should have never made it illegal in the first place. Number two, how they're trying to bring it back is, okay, you can have your right back if you pay and if you obey. That's all it is. It's control. It's nothing to do with trying to give anyone their rights or liberties back. That's it. It's just the government figuring out how they can benefit off something. The Constitution was put in place to protect us against our government. It was not in place for them to protect themselves and be bigger and more tyrannical. 
You have to know what the Constitution's purpose was in the first place. The purpose was for us to be protected from our, our, our government. That's it. So that was my closing statement, too. With that being said, we're going to close out. We have a Twitter space tonight at um, 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're on Twitter, please go on and participate in that. It's not going to be on this subject, but uh, we're going to be discussing the Constitution again tonight. And then we have some cool information that's come out because certain things have been hidden. Speaking of the Constitution, um, just real quick, that 13th Amendment that uh, mysteriously disappeared, during um, the Civil War, it did exist. And it didn't say what it says today. And there's a reason why certain people do what they want to do and get rid of certain things. But we're going to get into that tonight. And the full show with all the receipts and all the documents and everything um, will be given on Wednesday. That episode is on Wednesday. So if you're here today, make sure you're here on Wednesday so we can cover that. And without further ado, we're going to close on our anthem. Bye. These truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among